Uh, hello everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Thank you for uh, coming to join us once again. We're here. Uh, the weather outside is frightful, but the comic books are so delightful. <laughs> Most of the time. Sometimes they're not delightful at all, <laughs> but, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so we, uh, we've been through, uh, we talked about Tony Stark a couple weeks ago. And then we talked about uh, James Rhodes. Uh, and today we're talking about uh, another famous uh, member of the extended Iron Man family. Um, and that's Pepper Potts. Uh, Virginia, air quotes, Pepper Potts. <laughs> uh, I was just like, is she trying to think of a middle name that's not Pepper? <laughs> Does she have a middle name? Does she have a middle name? I don't think I found one in 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 my time looking her up. It there, there could be one somewhere mentioned offhand. Um, in what it just says full name Virginia Pepper Potts. <laughs> she. Maybe she legally changed her middle name to Pepper just so that Tony would shut the fuck up. It's like, please, God, I'm begging you. There actually is. Um, this came up a couple times. There were like a few people who were like really intent on mentioning this. Um, in her first appearance, the first issue she ever appeared in, there's one panel where Tony calls her Kitty. Um, and it's like, he calls her Pepper before this, and he calls her Pepper after this. So the people talking about it were like, it's possible that this was a nickname that Tony had for Pepper established off-panel, but it's more likely that Stan Lee just forgot what he named the character. <laughs> it's like, you know, sometimes it'd be like that. Or Tony's like, hey... I'm going to try something new. And then he tried it, and he's like, never mind. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> no, back to Pepper. Pepper's, Pepper's better. Pepper's a better choice. Um, so, uh, Pepper. R so, Rhodey was introduced uh, about, like, 15 years into uh, Iron Man's existence. We talked about this when we talked about Rhodey. Um, but uh, Pepper along with her uh, erstwhile love interest, uh, Harold, air quotes, Happy Hogan, um, were both there uh, from the first uh, year that Tony uh, was introduced. It was like a few issues later, um, like six issues into uh, the the part of Tales of Suspense after Tony was first introduced. Um, but, uh, almost from the very beginning. Uh, so this was 1963, and, uh, boy, Hachimachi. <laughs> Reading some of the stuff from, uh, Pepper's very early introduction, it sure does read like 1963. Well, <laughs> there's a reason for that. <laughs> Well, yeah, um, it's, uh, it's not great, um, but so she was, uh, in a story written by, uh, Robert Bernstein and Stan Lee and illustrated by Don Heck, um, she was, uh, originally modeled after a character, uh, from 50s sitcom, uh, The Bob Cummings Show, um, and then they decided that she was actually modeled too closely after a character from 50s sitcom The Bob Cummings Show. <laughs> and they changed her appearance to look slightly less like that. Um, so she's uh, working for uh, Tony's company, Stark Industries. Um, and she is kind of part of like just a larger secretarial group. Um, and she notices an accounting error that Tony's made and points it out to him and nobody else noticed it. Um, and Tony goes, yeah, great job. You can be my personal secretary. Um, 
Welcome to hell, welcome to hell, welcome to hell. Welcome to hell, welcome to hell, welcome to hell. And Pepper goes, that sounds great, not realizing, as most of Tony's friends don't realize that they've signed up for just a whole lifetime of real emotional challenges. Just drama up the wall. God, the the most difficult man in the world. Um... So she, uh, she is also very in love with Tony, um, which is... Unfortunate. It's, it's an unfortunate decision to make as a person. Um, and also, like, uh, not great to read just in terms of how she's like, oh, maybe today the boss will finally notice me and ask me out on a date. Oh, Pepper, do better. Um, and this also uh, coincides with this weird element where uh, Tony's personal uh, personal assistant slash chauffeur slash bodyguard sort of uh, is a name a man named uh, Harold Hogan, who goes by Happy, um, who people probably also recognize as one of the cast members of the extended Iron Man family who shows up in some of the uh, MCU films. I thought um, for a second that you were gonna say that it that he looked like one of the people from the same sitcom as Pepper and it's like wow. <laughs> that would be wild. That would um, be terrible. That would that would be like guys <laughs> a little much. Um so uh, Happy is Tony's assistant, bodyguard, chauffeur, whatever, friend. T- Happy is Tony's friend who he doesn't know how to have friends, so he just tries to give people jobs so they'll be his friend. Um, but, uh, he, Happy is a nickname that he got as a former boxer, um, because of how sad he looked all the time, like a fun, ironic boxing nickname. Uh, and he quit boxing because he was too nice and let other people win too much. Uh, and yeah, that's not how boxing works there, bud. No, it's not good. And also, one time, he did box uh, Matt Murdock's father, Battling Jack Murdock. So that's just a fun, it's just a fun fact. Um, but so, uh, Tony hires this new bodyguard, and he's giving him a tour of uh, Stark Industries. And uh, showing him the giant painting of Iron Man he has on his wall. And Happy says, wow, you must really like Iron Man. And Tony's like, oh yeah, we're very close personal friends. (laughs) Which is not a great way to have a secret identity, is to just put a big painting of your alter ego on the wall, Tony. No, but it is very on brand for Tony Stark. so, so on brand. Um, and then he's like, and this is my secretary, Pepper. Um, and Happy's like, wowie zowie, what a name. Um, and Pepper's like, <laughs> Pepper says to Tony, like, wow, you couldn't have hired a hot bodyguard? <laughs> That's Pepper. No, it's very mean. Um, Pepper? It, no, it's. It's mean, but then Happy's also like, oh, no, you'll see, you're gonna fall in love with me. And Pepper's like, fat chance. (laughs) I mean, that's also not great there, Happy. No, it's not great. The thing is, they're, um, they're very mean to each other. And then they do just continue being extremely mean to each other. Um, and, uh, mostly ignores her. Happy's in love with Pepper. Pepper's mostly mean to him. Um, and then, you know, eventually it turns into, like, uh, you know, just the very, the very sort of standard het thing where she's like, oh, I'm in love with Tony, but he never has time for me. I guess I'll, like, go out on this date with Happy. Uh, and then, you know, eventually she's like, oh, it turns out I do really like him. 
and he wore me down after all. Um, Terrible. Which is terrible. And, like, the thing is, it's, I, I like, I like Pepper, and I like Happy. Um, and I think it's, like, it's good. It's good and nice. And, like, eventually later, they're, like, a good, nice couple. It's just the fact that it happens with these specific tropes. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Ugh, Bummersville. Bummer City. Um, and then, of course, like, once she actually starts falling for Happy, Tony's like, oh, no, I liked her all along, and I, you know, didn't give her the attention she deserves. And now she belongs to another man. That's Um, not how that works. Which is not how it works at all. Um, he does, uh, it's mentioning all of the different, like, uh, dates that, uh, Pepper went on with each of them, respectively. Um, Stark took Pepper out to a fair, which featured an archer named Hawkeye. Hey, how'd that one go, Tony? Well, see, no, because that one, that one, I remember this one, that one. Yeah. Yeah. That one, he gets in a fight, and and Clint's just like, I can do that. Yeah. Hey, wait, I could do that. I could, hey, everybody, look at me. Hey, wait, I could do that. Everybody loves Iron Man, maybe everybody would love me. (laughs) Yep, and then he sort of accidentally on purpose does a bunch of crime because a very beautiful woman tells him to. Yes, crimes against Iron Man. <laughs> oh, Iron Man crimes. Um, so while all this is going on, uh, pretty relatively early into Tony and Happy's working relationship, like a, a couple years in, uh, Tony tells Happy that he's Iron Man. And Pepper also finds out, I think, at some point. Um, and on multiple occasions, uh, Happy either, uh, takes the Iron Man armor to help Tony out, or Tony asks him to pretend to be Iron Man (laughs) for, uh, some various Tony reasons. Um, secret identity reasons, or, like, I don't know, maybe he's just really busy and he doesn't feel like being Iron Man right now. Um, but, like, it doesn't really, it's, it's early on enough that they don't really consider a lot of the implications, because, like, when Rhodey takes over as Iron Man, it's, like, a big deal and a lot of traumatic things happen to him, uh, and he almost kind of, you know, has a complete psychological breakdown because the armor is wired for Tony and not for him. Um, Happy's just kind of a guy who was, like, a boxer, but not, like, a super great boxer. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you can just be Iron Man a little, I guess. Um, which is nothing against Happy, who I love. Um, it's just a wild choice for Tony to make. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's kind of just a guy. Um. But he can punch. He can, he can do a punch. Um, so, uh, he, uh, he, he bees, he bees Iron Man a couple of times. Um, (laughs) and he also at one point, uh, gets, gets shot with one of Tony's experimental rays, uh, and gets turned into, like, sort of a Hulk-type monster, uh, and kidnaps Pepper repeatedly and then they have to chase him down and turn him back. Uh, so he's it's not it's not going great. Um, so Pepper uh, who's in a relationship with him at this point uh, and they they elope and they get married. Um, wild. <laughs> yeah, wild. Um, so Pepper's like, okay, listen, it is whack that you were doing all this stuff for Tony because you could definitely die and you probably will. So we're going to go. Uh, we're just going to, we're just going to peace out. Um, so she, uh, she, they both, they, they stop working for Tony, uh, and they 
move out to Chicago. Um, and then they're kind of not involved in Tony's life for a while. Um, and it's like, oh, yeah, they adopt two children uh, who are unnamed. And then they get divorced. Um, and there's no real details on this because, like, Tony's not involved with it. So he just finds out about it later. That's one way to do things, I guess, comics. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Um, but uh, they do, they they get married, they get divorced, they have two adopted children that I think have been forgotten about at this point. Um, they just left him in Chicago. They just left them in Chicago. Um, Happy did also have a son with another woman who worked for Stark Industries, and then his son got, like, kind of Hulk-like superpowers and kept trying to get Tony's attention, and then Tony found out he was Happy's son and, like, sort of adopted him. Um, and also his name was Jamie, which is fine. <laughs> but, uh, so they, they divorce, they go back to working with Tony. Uh, it's one of the points uh, where... During one of the many times that Tony fakes his death um, is when they get divorced and then he comes back and they're like, oh, okay, and they go start working for him again um, because uh, he needs emotional support so very badly, which is why he keeps faking his death for attention. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is uh, also at this point, um, Tony gives... Pepper or Pepper's like acting as Tony's like kind of like main support network. Like she's kind of like she's like wiring into him and like giving him information while he's like Iron Manning. Um, and he gives her this like a a remote device that will it says shut him down. And I don't know when I was like everything I found about I'm like does that mean shut does it shut off the suit? Does it kill him? <laughs> and, Tony here's the, and Pepper, here's the murder button. The what? Um, it would be very Tony Core to refer to dying as shutting down. Yes. <laughs> Dipshit. Um, and uh, then she gets really upset about the responsibility. At one point, a villain like captures her and tortures her to get the remote from her and Tony's like oh that was a bad idea that was a bad thing I did oh geez oh heck and Pepper's like yeah why is it always like this being around you um which is it's good that Tony you know he's like you're the one person that I trust to have this I have absolute faith that you will make the right decision if I you know start going off the rails or something happens, you're the person I most count on to make the call to stop me. Which is like a consist a, a constant of Tony and Pepper's relationship. Um, it does suck that it leads to her just getting extremely fucked up about it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that's Mostly where she is for a while is just sort of uh, acting in this uh, technological, emotional, <laughs> general support capacity uh, to Iron Man and also, you know, dealing with her relationship with Happy. They, like, reconcile. They're, they might get back together. Um... And then, uh, in Civil War, uh, they're both helping Tony out with his, you know, the Superhuman Registration Act thing. Um, I think Happy is kind of more emphatically on Tony's side. Um, there's a moment for Civil War, uh, where Happy tells Tony, like, no, you're the only one who, like, gets what it's like to be a superhero and also to be, like, a normal human. Which Does I don't he? think is true. Um, Does he happy? 
Does he really? <laughs> but uh, Happy loves and supports his friend a lot. Um, and then because it's Civil War and, you know, Happy said this nice thing and it's Civil War, uh, he does die. He gets killed by Spymaster, um, who I think uh, he was trying to decide between killing him and Pepper and then uh, Happy, like, tackled him off a building and then they both fell to their deaths. Or they fell and then Happy was in a coma and then uh, he ended up Pepper asked Tony to take him off life support. Very dramatic. Very sad. Um, he is, I think, still dead. Uh, unlike Rhodey, who's come back a few times. I, I don't think Happy has come back. Um, so that's, that's a just lot of enough. time to be dead. Yeah. Yeah, right? Um, so, uh, that's... <laughs> That's what's going on with Pepper, and she's like, uh, well, geez, <laughs> that sucks. Um, but, so, that happens during Civil War, uh, and then she, uh, Tony asks her to help out with the, uh, the Avengers 50 State Initiative, which we talked about, Rhodey was also helping out with, uh, it's the the post post civil war once they're like okay registration act wins we're going to register all superheroes and we're going to have a team of superheroes for every state that are registered and we know who they are uh so she helps uh tony get that started um she uses the code name hera which is extremely badass, I have to say. Yeah. That's good, rad as hell. Good job, Pepper. Good good yeah. codename picking. <laughs> um it's very good. Um so she helps to get that started. She uh she is kind of acting in the same kind of tech support monitoring mission control kind of way that she uh did with Tony uh several times uh she and then shortly after that uh she is back working for Tony they've like taken care of 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 setting up the uh the initiative stuff uh and then uh Obadiah Stane's son Ezekiel Stain, um, because Obadiah is much better at naming children than Justin Hammer is. Um, <laughs> uh, he blows up, I don't know if it's Stark Tower or if it's another build, uh, uh, some, uh, a Stark building, and Pepper's there, um, and she gets, uh oh, a piece of shrapnel that's Almost in her heart, just like Tony had when he first became Iron Man. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, so she has to have a, uh, a, a new thing, a new magnet chest plate, uh, like the one that Tony had, uh, to prevent her from dying. Um. Well, at least they know that it works. <laughs> yeah, they know that Tony's like, listen. Uh, check this out. I have survived this long, except for all those times when I faked my death. But I was still alive, so hey! <laughs> hey oh, got it. Um, it is, uh, interestingly, it's based on Tony's design, but it's actually, uh, built by, uh, Danny Rand's company, Danny Rand Iron Fist. Um, because all of these, you know, Marvel Universe billionaires are just palling around. I mean, they probably have a club. They have they have a secret club, uh, and all of them are very bad at everything. It's more of a support group, really. It's more of a support group. It's more like, hey, how do you get friends without uh, hiring people? The support group is a good place to start. <laughs> Um, yeah, so 
she has uh she has some abilities as the result as a result of this because they couldn't just put like a regular magnet in it it had to be like oh advanced uh bionics uh she can uh sense electromagnetic fields and manipulate them to levitate her body uh which doesn't seem it doesn't seem like any of that should work uh but she got shrapnel in her heart, and now she can fly. So, comment. I mean, there's worse outcomes to getting shrapnel in your heart. Yeah. Um. It also says, and this is this was unsourced on Wikipedia. Um. It cured her 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 tinnitus, improving her hearing. God. And I don't know if they programmed it to do that, or if they just put it in, and she was like, hey. I can hear better now. Hey, that annoying ringing in my ears stopped. Hey, Tony, where where is this technology? I need it. Hey, hey, Tony and or Danny Rand, please put a magnet in my body. Please, I... It's so annoying. <laughs> um, so, um, so she's got, she's got this, this cool, uh, Rand slash Stark Tech magnet bionic chest plate keeping her alive. Um, and obviously, when that happens, the next thing you need is an Iron Man suit. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is pretty shortly after Civil War in 2008. Uh, new, new, new big fun crossover, uh, Secret Invasion. Uh, which is the one where a bunch of, there's just a bunch of scrolls and they're all disguised as <laughs> different people and nobody knows who's a scroll and who isn't. Um, uh, and Norman Osborn takes over S.H.I.E.L.D. because he's working with the scrolls. Ugh. Because it's just because Norman Osborn just has to get his hands in frickin' everything. Hi, my name's Norman Osborn and... I need an iron in every fire. <laughs> That's my goblin power. Um, <laughs> uh, this also, um, not related to Pepper, this part of this storyline is the absolutely buckwild fact that um, Tony goes, oh, Norman Osborn is trying to get the identities of all the superheroes that we have because of the Superhero Registration Act. That everyone was like, hey, this is going to be a bad idea because we're going to have all of these, like, superhero identities, like, you know, registered and available information. And Tony's like, I'm going to put them in the safest place I can think of. A database inside my brain. Ah. <laughs> And then he's like, oh shit, Norman Osborn's gonna try and get them. The only thing I can do is wipe my own memory. Tony! Tony. Tony. Um, so he's, he's doing this. And he's like, alright, Pepper, I have to wipe my own memory. You're in charge of Stark Industries. Um, you're the person I trust most. Um, I also trust Rhodey. Uh, but Rhodey doesn't know how to run a company. <laughs> Here, you get the company, Rhodey gets Iron Man, I get my memory wiped. It, it's a win-win-win. <laughs> um, so, uh, she's in charge of Stark Industries, and she uncovers the fact that, uh, Tony has built a suit of armor specifically for her. Because that's how he expresses affection, is he just gives people big suits of armor. Yes. He's like, I really like to have these. Maybe you would like to have one also? Maybe? Does, does this interest you? Um, so she gets uh, this very cool suit of armor. I mean, it's just, it looks, uh, it looks like Iron Man's suit. Or I think... I've seen it in, she might have a couple, because I think I've seen it in red and gold and in, like, a red and silver. Um, but, uh, it looks like Iron Man's suit, but, like, smaller and, like, slightly curvier, which is 
fine comics whatever you gotta it's, know it's a woman <laughs> you gotta know it's a lady as far as uh you know female versions of male character designs go it's not that bad it does mostly look like iron man it's just a little bit like oh okay i can i can see where the 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 boobies would be all right fine fine um but uh she starts she takes on the superhero code name of rescue um which is it is a little on the nose uh but also it's a very cool kind of thesis statement to have as a superhero yeah um and i do like that uh like as the two main people closest to him who tony gives iron man suits to that uh Rhodey as War Machine is mainly about, you know, offense, and Pepper as Rescue is mainly about defense and, like, protecting people. Um, it's good. It's a good, it's a good balance. Um, and it is, it is a very, it's a very good statement to make, I think, to be like, no, look, here's what I'm in this for. Is I want to frickin' save people. <laughs> um, it's good. I like Pepper. Uh, and then, uh, she starts doing her own superhero thing. Like, I think initially she was just sort of like, okay, well, I'm gonna use this to, uh, help Tony and <laughs> ideally get him his memories back and deal with this Norman Osborn situation. <laughs> Because that's not great. Uh, and she does find Tony. And uh, she pretends... Uh, she disguises herself as uh, a supervillain uh, Madame Mask for a bit. Uh, to kind of... To pretend... Fake out uh, Norman Osborn and be like, Yes, I've defeated Pepper Potts! Look, here is her armor! Uh... And then go, ha, psych, and then she and Natasha and Maria Hill, you know, just beat everybody up. Uh, which is cool. Uh, I, I love and, it when women just get to, like, beat everyone up. Yeah, it's extremely good, powerful energy. Uh, this armor also... Oh my god, there's, like, very loud music coming from the other room. Um, <laughs> this armor also has uh, the... Jarvis AI, which I think is the first time Jarvis is introduced as an AI in the comics. Um, cause I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, cause Jarvis is originally in like very early Iron Man stories. Jarvis is an actual human being and Tony's butler, like, you know, sort of an Alfred type. Um, and I think the AI Jarvis was created for the Iron Man movie, but I could be wrong. Um, but Pepper gets a version of the rescue armor that has uh, Jarvis the AI on it. Uh, and then AI Jarvis falls in love with her and tries to take over the armor and kidnap her, and it's like, okay, well, that didn't go very well, did it? Yeah, that's not great. Stop! Stop making AIs, Tony. Stop it. This always happens. You always try so hard, and this always happens. <laughs> um, that's also but that's the best joke in recent Squirrel Girl is Tony making an AI with no personality, who's also extremely incompetent. But he's like, this is the only way. <laughs> Something terrible isn't gonna happen. Something weird and ethically terrible isn't gonna happen. Uh, but uh. Yeah, so she uh she starts helping people as rescue and she works with Tony sometimes, she works with Rhodey sometimes. Uh after uh, there's that one period uh where Tony it's not it's always uh it's like after Avengers Axis and it's always described as like a personality inversion or a moral inversion. <laughs> and 
that's not you can't just say that you can't just <laughs> say words comics but tony goes evil for a little bit um and pepper along with uh an ai version of tony which never goes wrong uh is largely the one who stops him um and she uh she buys uh a major like media company from Stark Industries uh and she gives this very cool speech about how like yeah you can release this extremist virus and take over the world but i'm going to make everyone know what you did and then no matter what happens everyone will hate you forever uh <laughs> so live with that uh and it's very cool hell she yeah she also uh she helps out uh Riri Williams, uh, who's Iron Man and then Ironheart, because uh, she's, uh, she's also operating as Iron Man while Tony is, uh, dead, but he's in a coma, but he's not actually dead, uh, and also she has this other, this other different AI Tony helping her out, um, but Pepper is also there to give her, uh, human non-Tony Stark guidance. Good. Um, and to <laughs> offer her advice uh, and, you know, to kind of give her blessing as like, yeah, I think, uh, I think that Tony would want this, uh, which is good. Um, Pepper is great, obviously. Uh, I was very surprised reading through all this. Um, I was like, she must have, she must have died at some point, right? Like. It's free, but so many superhero love interests have like died and come back to life. I don't think she's died ever, uh, which oh, is God. wild. I mean, like, I now, yeah, now I'm saying that <laughs> I've, I've doomed her. Oh, um, no, but Iron Man's gonna come out next month, and there we go. There we go. Well, she's gone. well I'll just be like, Olivia, you did this. Yep, you'll know who to blame. Send uh send your send your complaints to me personally. Uh it'll it'll be fair. Um I do I mean it took a while. Uh it is pretty cool that a character who was initially introduced as like just the most madmen ass like, you know, lady secretary who's primary trait is being in love with her boss who's a disaster <laughs> um and then eventually falling for a guy who she's mostly just very mean to um it is very good that from all of that uh we can still manage uh to craft a character who is you know uh an important force in Tony's life and also has her own life and also gets to be a superhero, finally. Um, I think, I believe that, uh, the rescue stuff was spearheaded by, uh, Matt Fraction when he was writing Iron Man. So, like, thanks, Matt Fraction, again. Thank you forever, Matt Fraction. Thank you, Matt Fraction, for all you've done, uh, for us and, and the world. And for America. Um, I, 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 I like Pepper a lot. And I do, I also like her in a non-superhero capacity. Like, I do always enjoy characters who are sort of that, you know, mission control kind of trope. Um, I think it's a, it's a cool role. Obviously, I love Oracle, obviously. <laughs> you all know me. Um, but uh, Pepper getting her own armor is rad as hell oh yeah her own armor and her own kind of code name and her own ethos so she's not just iron woman yeah iron lady iron lass <laughs> okay that would be cool hey tony if you need another sidekick i am willing to be iron lass <laughs> uh, i don't know how well that would turn out no, it would go very badly <laughs> in every imaginable way. But <laughs> whatever, I'm committed to it now. 
Hit me up, Tony Stark. Um, so, um, so that's Pepper. And, uh, now she's being portrayed by Gwyneth Paltrow in the MCU. Uh, and I guess maybe she and Rocket are gonna save Tony from space in, uh, Avengers Endgame? The worst subtitle? Uh... I don't, I don't know what that is. I just, I actually hadn't, I expected I would have seen this on Twitter. Um, but I was like looking up like Pepper Potts and like all of the top like Yahoo re- Google results were just like, oh, this Avengers Endgame theory explains how Rocket Raccoon and Pepper Potts could save Tony from space. And it's like, I'm not, not today, I don't think. It was funny when I was looking up, uh, pictures of pepper for mm-hmm. the like episode title card all i was getting was this leaked image of pepper Potts oh my god shows like teases the rescue armor and i'm like does it um, i mean that would be cool yeah but it was like if if the preview image was the same image that they were alluding to it was just her holding a Iron Man helmet. Yeah, I mean... That's nothing. She does... She honestly, she does more than that in Iron Man 3. Like, that's... That's nothing. She holds Iron Man helmets all the time. Come come on, y'all. I just thought it was very funny. It is but I never funny. opened any of the articles, so that might just be, like, whatever showed up in the Google search, but not the picture that they were alluding to. I I feel like probably we would see, you would see, if there was a more significant image, that would be showing up. You would um, hope. You, one would hope. Uh, did uh, you read any comics this week? Would you like to guess? I'm gonna say no, because I have been hearing uh, so much about your cosplay adventures. Well, Olivia, I've got some news for you. Mm-hmm. About uh, 20 minutes before we started recording, I read Die Number One. Hell yeah! It's good, right? It's so good! It's... And now I'm even more conflicted, because I was thinking like oh well i'll just read the first one and then i'll wait for the trade to come out and i don't know if i can do that <laughs> yes. yes i want to know what's me. up i want to know what's up with them um my god the thing about die is like one i i love all these characters i love this concept um also whatever this game mechanic is for the actual game that they're playing it sounds super cool yeah like (laughs) like i just i want to i want to know what happened (laughs) kieran dillon tell me the answers to the mystery all in time the sad sad mystery um I'm very, I'm so excited to see more of it. I'm so excited to see everybody's, like, character concepts. It was so cool. God, yeah. it's cool. I um, want I want to see so much more of them, and I don't know if I can wait until the trade yes. comes out, which is unfortunate for me, personally. It is unfortunate, but also come to single-issue hell with me. I don't want to be in single-issue hell. Suffer, live with our mistakes. I want to be in trade heaven. <laughs> trade, trade purgatory. Heaven I don't think there is a comics book heaven. No, none of us are going to comics books heaven. Um, I um something I picked up this week that I knew was happening, but I forgot about it. Uh, Saladin Ahmed, uh, is a comic book writer who. People have probably seen on Twitter, um, if you haven't read his comics, he's, uh, he's fairly prolific. Uh, he's done some, uh, uh, he's done Black Bolt, 
Exiles. I think he's written Black Panther. Some Black Panther. Uh, he did uh, a Spider-Man annual. Um, and this month, uh, he started a new Miles Morales series. Oh my god. Yeah, it's Miles, baby! <laughs> uh, it is, uh, it's called Miles Morales colon Spider-Man, um, which is great because it means you're not going to be confused with all of the other Spider-Man titles when you go looking for Miles Morales. It's right there. It says Miles Morales on it. Um, the first issue is a delight, obviously, because it's Miles. Um, I am bummed out that uh, when I went to buy it, the only cover they had was they were doing a... Um, uh, like Fantastic Four villains variant month, um, and I was that's like, I weird. <laughs> I, I mean, like it's fine, like it's cool, like do whatever fun variant themes you want. Um, I want to look at Miles Morales. <laughs> Show me my son. <laughs> Where's my son? <laughs> Has anyone seen my son? Excuse my me, comic book employee. Have you seen my son? Um, God. Uh, I did, it's fine, you open up the comic, and there, my son was there, so that's fine. Um, but, uh, it is, obviously Miles is great, nobody here needs me to tell them that Miles is great. Um, if you saw Spider-Verse and you're craving some Miles content, uh, new Miles comic, out this week, that you can go and read, and it's wonderful. Um. Also, if you want, uh, Spider-Verse is out now. If you haven't seen Spider-Verse, uh, this is our official Capes and Japes endorsement. Uh, please, 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 please see Spider-Verse. It is so good. It is so, so good. Um, if you uh, have seen Spider-Verse um, and you're interested to hear more of our takes on it, uh, we released, I don't know if it's, is it up yet or no? Yeah, I, I, I released it earlier today as we record okay. this. So. so, yes. So we've uh, released a bonus episode that's just an hour of us yelling about Spider-Verse to our Patreon. Um, so if you would like to become a supporter of us on Patreon, um, that would be so cool. You can check out that bonus episode. Uh, you can join us if you, uh, want to give us, you can do that for a dollar a month. If you want to give us five dollars a month, you can come hang out at the movie night that we are probably going to try and do this week. Um, we need to figure that out. Um, yeah, I mean, I work, uh, six days this week, oh. so it'll be evening. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, oh boy, we'll get there. Um, but we are going to do that. So feel free to come join us if you have the means and the opportunity. Um, we super appreciate your support. We super appreciate the people who are already supporting us. Holy smokes. Amazing. Uh, so yes, uh, all of that. Other ways to support us, find us hang out with us, be our friend. Uh, you're already our friend. If you're listening, if you're listening to this, I consider you a friend. Um, but if you want to talk to us, ask us questions, see what we're doing, any of that, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest, or Facebook group. All of those are just under capes and japes. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, if you want to write, like, a 12-paragraph essay about how good Spider-Verse was, because that's what I wanted to do after I saw Spider-Verse, <laughs> um, you can come hang out in our Discord channel. Um, we'll, we have links to that. Uh, if you want to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, that's really cool. Tell a friend. Uh, anything. All of it any of it. We love you. I think that's everything. 
Um, oh, actually, we should say now, uh, we are, we're after this, we're going to be recording just like, I think, a short Christmas special episode. As is that short as we are humanly capable of making it. Uh, yeah, so just like a little, uh, Christmas mini episode, uh, that'll come out on Christmas, just because we haven't missed a week yet. Um, so... We're trying for that 100%. We're, 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 we're pulling through. Um, so, if you, uh, if you're just opening your podcast feed Christmas morning to see what podcast gifts you get, uh, there will be a shorter, slightly kind of, uh non-standard episode but there will be something uh we will be there in your ears and in your heart (laughs) as always um yeah so uh and we'll say this in the in the christmas episode too uh but happy holidays uh it's 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 that time of year if you celebrate christmas merry christmas uh, celebrate Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa. If you celebrate anything else, I, that's great too. I love all those. Happy all of those. Happy uh, solstice. Happy Yule. Yes. Joyous candle nights. A joyous candle nights, one and all. I think that's probably going to be the most universally observed holiday <laughs> among the listening base that we've accumulated. Most likely ah <laughs> oh, all right um thank you thank you for listening thank you for joining us i hope your december is going smoothly uh i have been olivia and i have been elion and as always kiss me sexy batman kiss me sexy batman <laughs> <laughs>